Join spiritual psychologist and India's number one biofeedback practitioner, Ritu Malhotra, as she guides you through the paths of self-discovery and personal transformation so that you can live in alignment with your values and purpose. This podcast is brought to you by Ajna Center for Learning. To know more about Ajna and connecting with the host, check out the links given in show notes. You are listening to the Cellular Alchemist podcast and here's your host, Ritu Malhotra. Childhood beliefs create our future. Tell me Ritu, does our childhood really form the blueprint of our adult life? Yeah, it certainly does. In the first 7 years of life, the brain is like a sponge. It absorbs everything that happens to us and around us. However irrelevant or insignificant events may seem, they create our beliefs and more importantly, they impact our present life. You know something that happened a long time ago and we may even have forgotten it. It lives on in memory in the body. How often have you seen a stressed out adult who under pressure flies off in a rage and behaves like what seems like childish? It's true. At that moment, that adult has become the child again. Who learned to react with rage when he was 4 or 5 or 6 years old. In seconds you can see this person's facial expression, tone of voice, even attitude change completely. So early childhood memories are the source from which children begin to form their beliefs about themselves and their world. You know, we all get messages in growing up and some of these messages impact us deeply. Let me give you some common examples of what we hear all the time. A parent is teaching a child for instance and he or she may say don't you understand this it's very difficult for a child to figure out everything in an adult way we need to take small steps as small as the child steps when we teach them something or when a child is not being able to grasp something quickly enough a parent could say forget it this is not for you just move on childhood is the age to explore we cramp a child's curiosity when we make decisions for them or we could hear quite often from our parents growing up that money is everything people respect money money is power so being rich amassing wealth becomes the child's goal and god forbid if he fails or worse doesn't reach the parents expectations we have a recipe for low self esteem absolutely but he or she begins to avoid and may have signs of depressive behavior as they grow up 
I've also heard many parents say, Gosh, you're such a pain. You give me a headache. Now the frustration is yours. Throwing it on your child doesn't really help them or you. The child withdraws and you may uh, wonder why they don't have a good relationship with you as they grow up. And another very common one that I've heard always is, this is what girls do and this is what boys do. Like chores for instance. Girls help mum at home and look after everyone's needs and boys grow up to have a good career and become ambitious. There are many, many examples, but this will make things a little more clear. If a child receives uh, or believes that his parents are giving more attention to his younger sister, then he may develop a belief that his parents have replaced him and don't love him as much. You know, these things happen quite often. But how can these past incidents affect his life now, in the present? Simply because he may always believe that someone else may be preferred over him. Wherever he goes, at work or in his family or his social relationships even. This may permeate to other love relationships and partnerships too. For instance, he may really be insecure every time his partner looks at other men or talks to other men. Yes, that's the way he really sees life. Now ask yourself, how many such events may have impacted your current beliefs? Well, there are many. I will have to think about it. But the question is, what can we do about it? Well, there's much we can do. Uh, since these experiences are recorded in the body's memory, in our cellular memory, we can change the memory in our cells anytime we choose to do so. You know, just like you train muscles that have been injured, we can retrain memory neurons in the brain. We need to reorganize the past memory and relieve the stress that it's holding. And by doing so, we can change our present perception. And then, of course, we can behave in an entirely new fashion. The truth is that there's much in the past. But it's amazingly evident that we remember only those memories that reinforce our beliefs about ourselves. Ritu, I'm not sure I'm understanding this clearly. Can you explain this? It's all very interesting and sounds incredible. Yes, it does, doesn't it? Okay, so let me put it this way. If I think I'm a failure, I'll be focusing on all the things that aren't right about my life. Like, I don't have money, or I don't have friends, or I don't have the right job, etc. All these things will reinforce the belief and remind me that I'm a failure. Or, uh, what if you feel you're lonely? You're lonely because you believe in loneliness, first of all. From the past then, you will bring up all those experiences that will tell you 
that you deserve to be lonely because either you're not attractive or you're not rich or you're not intelligent see whatever you think about worry about and talk about is what is real for you it is because you believe that to be true and that acts like a magnet towards you all the similar thoughts and you perpetuate the same things again and again and again and that creates your future so think about it our past all of us had moments of joy strength creativity and fulfillment too so how come we don't think about that if the issue is failure then you can think about the successes you have had too if the issue is loneliness you remind yourself when you felt complete in yourself and by yourself you know we are really not at the mercy of our past beliefs we only get trapped by the past when we don't make a new choice so do it now it's never too late That was this week's episode for the Cellular Alchemist podcast with spiritual psychologist Ritu Malhotra. Don't forget to follow the podcast and join us next week for yet another episode. Thank you for listening.